Hello, everyone. My name is Charlene Duzek, and I am the president of California JCs, the 94th president to be exact. A lot of people ask what JCs are, and we are a leadership organization for young individuals, and we learn leadership development skills through community action projects. And today, I have with us Miss Jenny or Mrs. Jenny Ketchapaw who is a very dear friend of mine. Uh, We actually met each other through JCI Santa Clarita many, many moons ago. Well, we won't say how long, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jenny is actually the vice president of talent engagement for a financial institution. And she is absolutely amazing. She is kicking off this year our first training for the California JCs, which is Strength Finders, uh, done through the Gallup poll, correct? Yes, Gallup organization. Gallup organization. So she is a certified strengths coach and has really engaged our crew out in the Santa Clarita Valley, but also not just JCs in general. You do it for many organizations and have touched so many lives. And Jenny actually was our chapter president in Santa Clarita. She was number one in the nation. On top of that, she has sat on the Valley Industrial Association board and um, and has done some amazing work. So I'm going to let Jenny actually give you a little bit more in depth about her background, too, as well. So turn it over to you, Jenny. All right. Thank you. Yes, I've been part of JCI Santa Clarita since 2001, and it really taught me all the leadership skills that I needed for the rest of my career. I have been in the financial industry for 21 years, and I've done every different piece of it, but really HR and talent engagement is really where my heart is. Being able to work with people, develop people, work on their leadership skills, all of that means a great deal to me. I love Santa Clarita. I love this community. I've grown up here, and I just continue continue to try to be as positive as I can, focusing on my strengths and reaching out to others and trying to make a positive impact in the community that I live, uh, work and serve in. That's phenomenal. And, you know, I love bringing Jenny back into multiple organizations that um, I've been a part of. And one of the reasons is, is for her positivity. (laughs) But in addition, she brings that gift of being able to have people focus on what they are good at. Can you actually give us a little bit of insight as to what Strength Finders is and why it's so important to the culture of an organization, but not even a culture. It could be in the nonprofit sector Mm -hmm. or even in, you know, the commercial sector as well. Absolutely. So the whole philosophy behind the strengths-based principle is that do what you do best. We all have natural talents and trying to put that lens on of like a strengths lens of what do we do best? What do the people around us do best? And how do we focus more on that? We're often focusing on our own weaknesses or in the Gallup world, we call them lesser talents or the people that we work with. We're always focusing on what they don't do well, rather than totally shifting that focus and thinking about what do I do well? What does my team do well, because you're exponentially more successful. You have more productivity. Your performance is higher when you do what you do well and when your people do what they do well. And when you kind of look through this strengths lens, you're really focusing on how you see yourself differently, how you see yourself more positive, right? Then you start to see how your future looks different when you kind of look through that strength lens. And then you see others differently. You see others in a very different light when you start thinking about what they do well and what talents they bring. The Gallup organization is worldwide. They are phenomenal when it comes to data, to engagement, to focusing around talent. So they've done a ton 
and tons of statistical research and so much science behind this assessment. So it's not a personality assessment. A lot of people think it's your personality. It's not. It's your natural, raw talent. So a lot of times when we talk about talent and strengths, it's really what's your raw talent? And then how do you invest in that talent to make it a true, true strength? You know, it's funny. um, One of my top strengths is a woo. And I will tell you, it's not going to come off in a podcast because I'm not used to this. (laughs) I was sitting there like, how do we do leadership unscripted? How do we? (laughs) But naturally, naturally, and and in the community or when I meet people, I'm like, so who are you? What's your name? How can I win you over? Because that's what a woo is, right? Yes, I share woo with you. And woo is about making those connections immediately. And you just want to connect with people. You have no problem walking into a room and just walking around and shaking hands and trying to make that immediate connection with everybody. We need wooers in the world. You know, what's funny is you brought this up in a training that um, before and we were talking about it's not just recognizing your natural strengths, but also recognizing the strengths in others and how that feeds into your communication styles, too, because yeah. you were referencing to a woo versus a data oriented individual. So tell us a little bit about that. So we often look at people that are different data as us as uh, wrong, right? And that's not the right way to look at things. So a wooer who, like you, are used to going in and talking to anybody might look at someone like a relator who is more like social depth versus you and I might be social breadth. There's plenty of people to meet. And so we often look at like our opposites as, oh, that's not right. But that's not the way we look at things. We look at how we complement each other. So like on a team environment, we don't want all wooers. We need people to be able to go deep. We need people to go wide. And that's what makes it so successful. And so, yeah, when you talk about some of the more analytical strengths, they're thinking, (laughs) believe it or not, they're thinking in their head. (laughs) I don't understand this. You and I think out loud based on our strength profile. So if you ask me a question, it comes out of my mouth immediately. If I were to assume that somebody like Corin was going to think out loud, I would be wrong because he needs time to think and process. And then he's going to give me a phenomenal answer. And so we just have to recognize that people are different. They process differently. They have different talents, different strengths. And when we assume that everybody does things the way we do, we're going to be very disappointed. We have to appreciate that we're all different. You know, we're talking a lot these days about diversity and engagement, inclusion, equity, all of that kind of falls into this as well as appreciating our unique differences. It's the same thing, appreciating our unique talents. I don't need you to be as positive as me. I need you to appreciate that I bring the positivity every day. I don't want people to be like, oh, that Jenny, she's so positive, which (laughs) I'm sure there are people that feel that way. But if you're on my team, I don't need you to be my same level. I want you to appreciate that I bring a different positivity. And that's a good thing because we need that sometimes on our team. We need everybody on our team. So I know that sometimes people are like, oh, well, the strengths that I got aren't the social strengths because it doesn't come naturally to you. It's really about when you close your eyes, when it just happens, what comes naturally to you? I And it doesn't mean because positivity isn't one of your top strengths that you can't be positive. It's just my natural way of thinking, feeling, believing, doing. And then when you put time and effort into that strength, now you have that near perfect performance. Now you are being able to channel that into what you do for a living and affecting your organization as a whole. Because when we're all doing what we're doing best, again, the results increase exponentially. Well, for all of you guys watching, I know some of you will be like, who's Corin? You know, because we just brought that up. Corin actually handles all of our podcasts and he's in the room and he's 
absolutely amazing. And we talk about his strengths too. And he has analytical, I think, right? In the top, in the top five. And one of the things that Jenny has brought up before is with analytical, they'll, they'll sit there and say, so tell me why. Where someone with a woo might say, so he's questioning me. He right. doesn't believe me. He's he's offending. This isn't going to make my day, right? Yeah. And all he's really trying to do is get more information to end up supporting right. you. But it's, again, recognizing that. So when he says, prove it to me, it's because his brain is working that way to analyze the information. So, yeah, you have to prove it to him so that then he can support you in that. And we, we, we talk a little bit, too, because there's 34 strengths, right? Mm-hmm. 34 Thir- theme profiles theme profiles. And, you know, a a lot of the time people have a tendency to concentrate on what they're not good at. And they say, I'm going to put a lot of work and a lot of effort instead of, you know, innately focusing on those things that, well, that's easy for me. I mean, it's and and you don't think I for for all my life, I've always been a woo. And uh, when we were younger, my sister used to, we used to have to sell candy bars. You remember those days where you had to sell candy bars for your little league? And, and she's like, I'm not, I'm not asking people for money. I'm like, I'll do it. Uh, uh, no problem. Oh, you need a sponsor? I'll ask people for money. No problem. And But on the flip side, you know, you look at what she's good at. She's very disciplined. And that's, I think that's in your top five too, Number right? Number five, discipline. And, and tell us a little bit about your, your team dynamic in your home um, <laughs> and how that's applicable. <laughs> So I'm really disciplined, which means at home, because by the way, your strengths are who you are as a person. It doesn't just leave you when you go home at night. It's not just who you are at work. It's who you are in your life. So my discipline shows up at home as I'm very organized. I'm very orderly. I like things put away. Uh, Nobody in my family does. It's really stressful. (laughs) And I don't even want to tell you what the playroom looks like right now. And it's literally causing me anxiety. And um, I love having systems. But the great part is, even though it drives my family crazy, they will often say everything runs so smoothly or we're always on time because of Jenny's discipline, because of all the structures that I put in place. And so I love, like, I feel energized when I'm organized. I like when the playroom is so organized, I am feeling at the top of my game because it just gives me that sense of accomplishment and that things are in place. And so that's how I use my discipline. I also like set up, you know, structure for myself of, you know, how much am I going to work out this week or what does it look like? So Tim, my husband is adaptability. So he's very, very flexible. So while that could be like, oh, we complement each other and he helps me be a little bit more flexible. And then I bring sort of the organization to the team. So you still have like, you have the positivity and then you have that organization. So when, you know, things go awry and it's driving you nuts, you go, this is really nice, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, everything's going to be okay. Like I really have faith in the fact that, you know what? For sure. It'll be okay. We'll get through that. For sure. I, I, I call Jenny and I send her messages sometimes and I say, I just need some positivity and I love your positivity. So I just needed to talk to you. <laughs> well, and I, I'm finding more people doing that. And that fills my bucket as well, because I right. really want to lift others up. I want to empower others. I want to connect with people. And so when people actually reach out or like, I just need a little bit of your positivity, it makes me feel really, really good. And it makes me feel needed. And we all want to feel needed in a different capacity. So why why is it important for us to be cognizant of what um, what we're what may not be in our top five or be at the very bottom? I know mine is the very last one. Corin and I share this is competitive, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we we both have that at the bottom. Why why is it important for people to be able to understand the whole scope and how that's applicable to them? 
Awesome question. So first, you had mentioned our tendency, like when we get our full 34 report, is to go to our bottom, which we don't call weaknesses, we call lesser talents, and be like, okay, how can I fix that? Because to your point, the stuff that comes naturally to us, we often ignore. But the whole idea is if we put more time, energy, focus into the areas that come naturally to us, we're going to be like superstars in that realm. And so um, I'll come back to that in a second. But when we when we're aware of our lesser talents, when we're aware of what's at the bottom, then we can kind of let that go. So for example, my number 34 is deliberative. People that are high in deliberative spend a lot of time making decisions. They're going to be very risk averse. They're really going to weigh the pros and cons, and they're going to make a really well-informed decision. I know that's not me. And if I spend all of this time trying to be deliberative, I'm not going to feel very fulfilled. I'm going to have anxiety around it. What's better is for me to manage that. It doesn't mean I can't make a good decision. I just have to use my other talents. I have to partner with people that are high in deliberative. That's what makes it more successful and more complementary. And so being aware of what doesn't come naturally to us. It's not that you just completely ignore it. It's that you have that awareness and that you have these power partnerships and that you figure out how to use your other talents to kind of mitigate some of that stuff. So when you look at like an Olympian or a star athlete, you know, they have this natural talent, no matter what, they're born with something really innate and really special, but then they invest in that. And that's the whole idea is taking what comes naturally to you, taking what you might not even realize comes naturally to you, like my positivity, and really focusing on that. Really, we call it aiming, really aiming your priorities around that, because then now you're so good in those areas. So the same thing with an athlete, you know, they're born with that natural talent, but they practice, they invest in it. And that's when they become so successful in that area. So not that we can all be professional athletes, but we are very, very unique. There are 33 million combinations of just the top five, which means nobody is as good as you are at what you do. And I think that's what's really powerful is we're often trying to copy other people. We're trying to live up to other people's standards or ideals. And it's really about how do we be the best version of ourselves? How do we lean into what we do well? How do we appreciate our own talents and the talents of others around us? It, it makes for a much better working environment, home environment, team environment. You know, one of the reasons I always love to kick off the year with this uh, last year at JCA Santa Clarita and this year with California JCs is the importance of knowing your team's strengths, especially at the very beginning of the year and not having them exactly what you're saying. Compare yourself to other people. We are all gifted and talented in some form or fashion. And I think most folks that know um, me, I always quote Picasso, which is the meaning of life is finding your gift and the purpose of life is giving it away. And it's so phenomenal to be able to recognize that um, that your team has different different strengths and and how to capitalize on them, right? Like yes. especially when you're when you're starting at the forefront and and going into a year that's going to be filled with communication, um, looking at who's going to be good at what, and and utilizing that to its fullest capabilities, right? Absolutely, on teams. absolutely. Perfect. Well, uh, Jenny, I love you and adore you. And I oh, thank I you, you for <laughs> thank you for helping champion this this year. And um, I look forward to our training. The training is on February 27th at 1030, I believe. I have to look at that again. I'm pretty sure it's 10 <laughs> or 1030. Ugh. But we want to invite everyone to join in. 
Jenny is a phenomenal, phenomenal coach and trainer. Um, and, and I would say more facilitator because you help facilitate guiding individuals on capitalizing on their strengths. So again, Saturday, February 27th. And definitely want to thank you for always participating and helping, um, you know, develop the individuals in our community. Truly, truly my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny.